Hello from the newsroom of the Financial Times in London. I'm Josh Noble. Marie Kondo is the Japanese tidying guru with a blunt black fringe and a vast wardrobe of white cardigans. She claims to love mess, but has caused a sensation among Netflix subscribers with her new series on decluttering. So what exactly is the KonMari method, and does it really spark joy? Horatia Harrod discusses the phenomenon with FT columnist Joe Ellison. Okay, so we've just heard a clip from the trailer. Obviously, Marie Kondo's been on the scene for a while, cleaning up in every sense since her book was published in 2011. You've been watching the Netflix show. What do you think of it? Well, I was definitely a condo virgin until the Netflix documentary, although I've sort of heard about her through other people and via other people who have testified to her life-changing magic. I hadn't seen it myself. And I think it's quite interesting as a TV phenomenon because obviously Kondo herself is this kind of incredible personality and the orthodoxies of her cleaning methods are also quite extreme. So this weird combination of this elf-like person who walks into people's lives and transforms them, plus her kind of extraordinary folding techniques. They're just very fascinating for starters. When you fold clothes, you should try to fold them so that they will be able to stand upright on their own. Like this. Now, I will demonstrate how to fold. And then... I found myself slowly lured into wanting to try out her technique. So obviously then I embarked on a bit of a purge at the weekend, which I found really quite satisfying. I found the programme weirdly boring. It's just sort of couples being quite touchy with each other. But as I was watching it, I found myself with handfuls of socks suddenly and was just sorting stuff out. And I think obviously for those who don't know, the principal fundamental logic of her cleaning is that any object that you own or have in your house should spark joy in the beholder so her whole principle is about holding an object touching an object deciding whether it sparks joy in you and then you either chuck it into a trash can or you keep it and cherish it forevermore so I think that's the thing that's um I mean it's actually quite boring watching people touching sort of hundreds of thousands of objects within their house and also there's that argument that cleaning is a gender specific thing to be doing so it's produced quite a lot of controversy I think about how we live our lives um sort of that social history angle has been quite an interesting thing to follow because your column got some responses that seem quite gendered um (laughs) and it brought up questions of the household division of labour, did it prompt those conversations in your household? I think, yes. I mean, I'm quite smug in that I feel as though as a couple, we're quite tidy, um, quite a tidy couple. But I think we definitely have gender specified cleaning duties. I'm very much of the Theresa May school of blokes should do the bins because that is a man's job and I also found my husband cleaned out the cellar whilst I tackled the wardrobe so I think we I mean it is it's sort of like the home of some slightly uncomfortable truths and the truth is I have an awful lot of clothes which I like to argue is part of my job requirement as a fashion editor of the FT 
I think that has led to some friction in the past. What some person wants to cherish and what the other partner doesn't think is worthy of cherishing is obviously quite contentious in every household. And I think the programme constantly highlights like the bloke has a massive collection of baseball cards, the wife has a huge collection of Christmas decorations and one person doesn't rate the others. So it's all about the value of objects. But also I think the show has exposed the incredible hoarding, acquisitive culture that we are and the sort of ease at which we can just lob things out which is I think possibly what has been most alarming about it is like western culture is this disgustingly acquisitive thing and of course in your case you cleaned out your jeans drawer posted a photo of it on Instagram got a lot of acclaim for doing so we've got a lot of response I think the thing is that decluttering and cleaning does sort of engage people like everyone's got their own methodology everyone's got their own thoughts about it it's like a little skein of conversation that you don't really understand until you start it and then suddenly everyone's got an opinion and everyone's quite ferocious about it you know how many jeans should a person own like what way should you do it should you stack should you fold should you and I think part of that interest is also because we're in a very peculiar time now where there's so little clarity on anything politically or economically and you know you've got America and I'm not trying to make too broad a political analogy but you've got real problems in the US with the government shutdown we've got this weird horrible specter of Brexit where no one knows what's happening and I do think there's a sort of keep calm and carry on motivation and just going through your sock drawer and like going through your smalls and working out what you need to keep and what you don't need to it sort of gives you a some sort of sense of order in your life that might be missing in the broader picture yeah I think of Theresa May and her husband still taking out the bin so at least one thing is going to plan yeah you know it's very army years ago I can't remember which general it was but he did a Harvard address or he did one of those big graduate addresses and his first point of order to all the graduates who were coming out of the Marine Corps was make your bed the point being that by doing that you've accomplished your first task for the day and I think that's very much you know it's about the order of life and I think tidy people do tend to be more productive yeah controversially dare I say it (laughs) (laughs) and obviously a big part of the con marry method is this folding aspect are you going to reorganize all of your stuff or was that one drawer is that enough for you I like thinking about objects in terms of whether or not they actually make you happy and are they worth keeping? Um, What I find a bit more worrying is what on earth happens to the stuff that doesn't make you happy. I want to make sure that it ends up somewhere that isn't a landfill, ideally. And like 84% of our clothing does increasingly more of our kitchen appliances and bits of plastic tat that we've accumulated. I sometimes feel beholden to kind of hold on to it because I don't know where else it's going to go. And I feel as though the environmental cost is going to be too great of just chucking it in the bin. But I guess that license was slightly given to us by Condo, who's very much like, fill up the trash cans and get rid of it all. Yeah. And I know you'd express some worry about the ecological consequence of all this throwing out CNN did a report on thrift stores in the US suddenly being just, since the show came out, I think on New Year's Day, they've been inundated with stuff. There's been a huge spike, I think, in requests for recycling bags and requests into various different charities about whether they take all this old stuff. Whether or not there's any staff at any of these operations to actually process the stuff remains to be seen. I mean, there could be sort of a tsunami of of crap coming towards charity shops all over Britain and the US, which I slightly worry about also, is like whether there's actually the infrastructure to handle it. But I think the whole thing's given us an opportunity to think about what we have 
the way we treat what we have, what we should be repairing, what we should be looking after and how we should be cherishing it. One thing that people seem to have criticised her for is her take on books. That seems to have really stirred up a lot of ill will because she personally keeps only 30 books in her home. Yeah, she's she, part of a kind of in and out, isn't it? So you get a book, you read it, and then you move it on, yeah, which like is total heresy. To... Western nightclub, one in, one out strategy yeah. <laughs> um, that a lot of people seem to find really appalling. Do you have any quibbles with her philosophy? I think, isn't it the point, though, that you keep what gives you the joy? So I suppose if you are made joyful by your 3,000 book stack of ancient manuscripts that you look at and feel great about, then you should keep them. And I've certainly got quite a lot of books at home. But I do think having a lot of books on your shelf is a sort of form of intellectual snobbery. It's just as flashy, I think, a lot of the time as owning an antique painting or a chair. Yeah. Obviously, Marie Kondo isn't the first person that we've come across who's urged us to clean up our stuff. I was desperate to mention Kim and Aggie, a British TV show where they went in with marigolds and bleach and essentially sort of... Were the queens of clean. The original queens of clean. But these things seem to sort of come in phases. Do you think that the Kondo converts will... Will we stick with this process? Or? Well, she's been going since 2011, or at least probably before that. I mean, that's when her first book came out. And obviously, it's loosely based on what seems to be some sort of spiritual mantra as well. It's not merely getting the bleach out or just tidying according to a certain method. So I think it's very in keeping with this new atmosphere and drive towards the wellness economy where everything you must do must be spiritually enriching and it's not just about getting your garage looking great it's about also feeling wonderful about it and then blessing that space and having gratitude for it but I mean if we even look back to say Mrs Beaton it was household management I mean she was offering people a kind of mandate for how to run their households efficiently I hope that in the several tens of decades since that hasn't become a woman's duty anymore. It's a bit more split. But I still think running a family home is a massive problem for a lot of people. And I think anyone who's prepared to give a really, really strict set of guidelines is always going to be quite successful. But I'm sure we'll shift into some new epoch of cleaning in the years to come. That was Horatia Harrod talking to FD columnist and fashion editor Joe Ellison. You can find a link to Joe's column in our show notes. We'll be back with another news feature next week. In the meantime, if you're not already a subscriber and would like to discover more FT content, do take a look at our latest subscription offer at ft.com forward slash offer. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.